This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back to Blues Focus TV. I'm your host, Josh. I'm with Pete, the Watford fan. How's it going, Pete? Oh, yeah. yeah, no, it's 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 going all right. We're championship football club, so, you know, normal levels of crisis, you know, the kind of thing. So before we go any further, what are your thoughts on the manager change that continues <laughs> to happen? I think we are now on number 18 since the Potsos joined 10 years ago. So you can do the maths. It's about one every eight months. Um, it, it's you know basically, you, you know you can you can you can conceive and have a child, and Watford will have already changed manager. It's guaranteed. Um, yeah, the, the the last one we had was Billich. Uh, everybody understood that. We did a we do a, a phone in thing. Uh, we do not yeah. scratch your eyes, and we kind of like asked people on on the Twitter to put it in. Was it understandable? Were they glad or were they sad? Everybody was look. We understood this. This was this was yeah. understandable. Um, the the problem is we've got is that most managers now now know if you come to Watford, if you're going to be out in eight months, if you do well, mm-hmm. then well, I, I can go in. I won't bother doing much. The players also don't do an awful lot because they go, well, why am I going to listen to you, Mister Chris Wilder, who's done very well with Sheffield United? You'll be gone in ten games. So yeah. that's the problem we've got. Um, Wilder has got you know great credentials and on paper you'd think great but he had his first game yesterday and it was an absolute cluster uh, yeah. from, from from start to finish nobody knew what they were trying to do it was disorganized you can't blame the manager because he's been there for three games but yeah. you can see suddenly he's gone in and gone well if we're going to do anything we're going to do it my way so hopefully yeah. when we play you guys things will be well, from our point of view hopefully mm-hmm. things will be a little bit more organized and a little bit more cohesive than it was yesterday against QPR because QPR have you know not won they've won one game since November and we made them look like 1982 Brazil yesterday um, <laughs> and uh, and and that that's that's a very good side to uh, to, to be yeah. compared to you know, for, for those people that are going 82 what the hell are you talking about um, I've heard so, that I've seen that on Twitter that's like a, a theme if people oh. say you're as good as that team that's like. From my era, it's probably the uh, the tick attacker Barca team. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Of, is it? So, yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've definitely heard that before, but I just I just don't understand. It's almost like they've taken the Chelsea model and thought we'll do it, but with no cups. 
that's how it looks off the outside in. Because Chelsea did that under Roman. You have mm-hmm. a short time, you'll win something, you won't do it the season afterwards, and you'll be moved on. And Watford do it, but on a really almost mental basis, because it's like, <laughs> why have you got that person in? Yeah, no, no, you know no. what he's going to do. Like Rob Edwards, we knew it's a work in progress. It's a bit like Eustace, it's a work in progress. To then sack him for someone experienced as uh, Billick and then um, then move on to Wilder. There, there's so there's talk and cheese. It's mental. Well, you, you know what it's like because when you've done these with other clubs and people will yeah. come in and go, oh, right, I, I've seen something on the telly three months ago about Birmingham City. I know all about you. Mm. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, there is a, yeah, there is a story <laughs> and there is a nuance that only the followers who go yeah. and see your team week in, week out will look at it. Mm-hmm. I'll come along and go, John Eustace, great. And you'll go, oh, my God, he's having a nightmare. And <laughs> all vice versa, right? Yeah. Our story is, why do we do that? Did we do it the Chelsea way? Was it like Chelsea without the Cups? If you, if, if you go back, Watford's glory period was in the late 70s and early 80s. Yeah. Graham Taylor bought in by Elton John. I mean, yeah. Graham Taylor is a god at our club. He he took us, you know, through three divisions up to the top division. We finished runners-up in the 80s. He then came back in the 90s. Uh, we were only in the third division, uh, or the third tier as it was there. So he only was able to get promotion twice. Did it yeah. again. I mean, it, he, he is just god. Elton John, there is only one. They're, they're, you know, we, we've looked under the sofa. There are no other pop stars who support <laughs> us, right? So you have to go, look, those were the golden days. When the Potsos came in in 2012, we were, you know, absolutely in the same sort of area of operation that you guys have been for the last few years, i.e., yeah. you know, kind of a little bit too close to relegation for comfort yeah. and, and looking up going, well, we want to be aspirational, but we just didn't have the resources. The ground was, you know was was really out of order you know it was it was really really kind of starting to get a bit ropey certainly one side we had we ended up with a three-sided ground for many seasons the mm. potsos came in and they've always done this their their approach to it is if the coach or the you know they call them head coaches they don't call them managers yeah. if the head if the head coach comes in one of two things will happen they will succeed in which case somebody like oh a big club or in our case everton not a big club but you know um will come in and want your manager and if they fail you'll want to get them out of the door as 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 painlessly as possible that's their approach to it um we saw this but they would normally go for about a season and then they'd make the change ideally but suddenly we went it, it took us it took them three seasons to get us up but then we stayed in the premiership for five for five years we came yeah. down we went back up we had six division uh, six uh, years in the top flight we only yeah. ever had six uh, years under graham taylor we yeah. got to an fa cup final yes man city rolled us over and pumped us good and proper but we yeah. were there. We'd only ever done that once. Guess who with? Graham Taylor. So yeah. whilst whilst it's absolutely fair to say in the last four years, they have gone off their nut um, in terms of just changing constantly, constantly, constantly. You know, the eight months has been shrunk and I'll, I'll explain why. It has brought unprecedented levels of success. So we have to yeah. say that the ground yeah. is, is is great. It's still Vicarage Road. It's a small, compact ground, but it's 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 mint. It's Premier League standard. It's it's really good. So there's an awful lot to thank our our absolute balloonatic you know ownership for. However, yeah. in the four years I mentioned, we came back down. We went back up. We've come back down again, and now we're in that point where we're absolutely catching the cold. Because if you change your manager, as we have done in the last four years. 11 times that's you know you know nine month season that's once every three months roughly yeah. um it, it it allows nothing 
a lot of the people who will go, oh, it's Myla Sarr, as I was just saying to you earlier on, he's a yeah. great player. And he's a great player of moments. And if you look at his stats, they're not bad. But if you, when you only see the highlights, you see the three minutes or the two minutes or in Ishmael you know, Sars case, the 30 seconds where he devastates somebody down the right-hand <laughs> side. The rest of the 89 and a half minutes, I do more work on behalf of the team. You know, I mean, it, it's so it's like, and then you look at it and you go, he's been here four years. He has had 11 managers. No wonder yeah. he doesn't know his ass from his elbow. So, yeah. yeah, is it chaotic? Yes. Is it always interesting? Yes. Do we like it being interesting? Sometimes, you know, it's, but hey, it is what it is. You guys know about having a club that's, shall we say, eccentric. You, you no, get on with it. And that, every, when everybody else. Is disgusting. That's all. We are, wow. we are a team and a club that are bereft of, we're rudderless at times. That's exactly how we're... At least with your ownership, it's because they... I won't say the word care. That's the wrong word to use. They're having a go. They're playing real-life football manager, if you want to call it. Our owners don't have a face. No one knows what they look like. They don't want to be there. At least at least the Pozzo family are giving it a go. It might be a bit naughty. It might be a little bit... Some of these deals that they've done and the loans back do seem a little bit fishy. But at least they're trying. At least they're trying to get you back up to the Prem. At least they're having a go. And one thing I did well, think was telling was the Soccer AM um, news report, the comedy sketch I did. Yeah. Danny liked that. You, 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 you can't that. not. You like, can't not. If Danny's liking it, he must know this is just a mental circus behind it. It's not like it's awkward. It's just everyone accepts that you've got a short shelf life at Watford. If you don't do amazingly, yeah, you're out the door, and if they're very open with that at the start of the conversation with the manager, then the fans have to accept that. Well, they know they know what they're getting into, and I think Blues fans are a bit like that now. With whatever manager comes in, if you don't do very well, you probably got a season. You're getting moved out, but it's normally for someone a season. A season, you get a long service medal for a season at Watford. Um, <laughs> you get, get, a, get a watch and everything. Um, it, it, <laughs> It, it's bonkers. But I mean, one yeah. thing that we absolutely have in common and everybody at Watford, first of all, yes, Troy Deeney will get there. Yes, John Eustace, we can cover that. But the the, the chairman or the, the the chairman, he didn't quite own it because he didn't actually <laughs> have the money who, who the Pozzos took it away from was Lawrence Bassini. Now, Lawrence Bassini was sniffing around your gaff for a while <laughs> and we were all going, everybody saw the talk sport thing you know because he I've is absolutely he's off I've seen texting no. fans texting fans his number got taken out by some of some blues fans he was texting them saying meet me in this club i've got the details of to a point where fans were saying we need to leave him alone because this is that gone too far he he needs serious help and we are very similar i would say blues and watford share similarities with the ownerships that we've had and he was much better than ours. So you he, should be turning this over, I think. He he was he was stopped by a member of staff opening his own safe on the day when we were minutes away because he was he was having it away on his toes. The guy's changed his name uh because he, he oh he's just a nightmare. Anyway, you know that we're very, very pleased that and I appreciate yeah. everything you're going through, but that would have only made things worse. Oh, it would have yeah. been like trying to put out a fire with petrol. Um oh, yeah, 100%. Much more importantly, much more importantly is, you know, we were all delighted genuinely when Troy Deeney went to leave the Blues, uh, went to leave Watford and was going back to his boyhood club because, uh, you you know, 
I'm, I'm old, but there's a romantic in every football yeah. fan. And going yeah. back to your boyhood club is just something that's special. And everybody went, yeah. oh, we get that. He left. I mean, obviously, he had the whole kind of you know the, the thing going through Nick and what have you. Mm-hmm. And he came out and, and there were still some people that he had to convince because he hadn't been yeah. setting the world alight properly before he went in. But no, he came out. And nobody has had a you know a, a level of redemption like he has, and he came yeah. in and more than more than paid back what what was owed to him in terms of the loyalty that the Potsos and the owners and initially yeah. Gianfranco Zola gave him by saying you'll be my seventh level striker, and he went all right, give yeah. me a fortnight. It took him about a week and a half, and he was starting the next game. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he's he, you know so we're delighted that he's with you and we hope that he kind of continues to pull up trees in obviously what are are his twilight years of his yeah. football career but you know so I, you go. I, I, I miss the idea of having Deeney ten years ago because I think he would that the, the level of pressure he carries now he would carry it then and he would actually be able to deliver more I mean if you look at his stats he scored seven goals this season like for a team that don't score a lot of goals you can't knock him I don't I have no ill feeling towards Deeney so I I love watching him play. Do I think he could do more? Yeah, but is is the is the wrong end of his career? So you have to give him dispensations. Do I think he could have put more of a shift in? No, I think he's done exactly yeah. what I expected. Do I expected more goals in the first season? Yeah, but he come to us without a preseason. He mm. come to us bit part player for you for probably eighteen months before that. So yeah. we started to see the best of him towards the end of last season. Maybe a little bit of start of this season. This start of the season, he looked he looked ten times better. He looked trim. He'd been working in Cyprus a lot, you could tell. But as soon as the World Cup hit, he had that little dip. It's natural. I mean, I'm 32. If I don't walk around, I'm stiff anyway. So, <laughs> you know, uh, hold on, hold on. I'll, I'll see you and I'll raise you. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you no, can't, you're actually you can't right. expect him to be a, a, a Ferrari at his age. You can't. And what he's given to the club, I can't knock it. It's. I wish it was in better circumstances, I do, but I think the the, the move worked for all of us, really. Um, that what, we, what, we, what we miss with, with Dini, sorry to yeah. cut across you, what we miss with Dini is what he does in the dressing room. Yes. Because, mm-hmm. you know, um, we, were ch- we were chatting to Zach the other day um, on, on our show, and we kind of said, look, because of this complete turnover of managers and stuff and, and this constant revolution that goes on at Watford yeah. there were there were kids who were like you know if you were 21 or or, or younger Deeney was the only constant yeah. you had known you know all the way through and when he did go to you there was a lot of the youngsters who were like you know you could almost see them going what's Watford without Troy Watford yeah. is is Troy yeah, um sure. but what we missed immediately in those those seasons afterwards is the leadership in the dressing room somebody yeah. who would turn around and I and I appreciate because I've read when he was having some kind of when you were having some tough times yeah. and he would, he doesn't hide, he'll come on social media and there were a lot of people going, yeah, well, next time bloody put a shift in. Blah, blah. Yeah, it doesn't he can't hide. Hold his family are all blues. He's got a blues tattoo on his leg. Exactly. And he a stone throw from the ground. And he still lives within the area. He, he moved to blues because it was the right time for him. But he also had a caveat. I know I've got a shoulder, more responsibility now than I ever mm. have. When you think about him being Mr. Watford, He's now Mr. Birmingham City on the fan side and the playing side yeah, and absolutely. the club side and the ownership side. He's everywhere. And some for some people, they can't deal with that. They can't understand why he doesn't do more. Simple fact is genetics. He's too old to do any more. He does the best he can. And I don't understand the hate. I've never have understood the hate because if he was 25, I'd be the same. I want more. He's not 25 yeah. anymore. He's just not. He can only do so much. And if he well, does a little bit of TV here and there, 
it might raise our profile slightly. I'm okay with that. It's just well, it is what it is. Ten years ago, he was score. He scored. 20 goals in the championship in the three years it took us to go up. I think he scored something like 23, 26 and 25. But then you looked at his assists and they were also through the roof. You yeah. looked at him playing alongside, um, if anybody remembers, Matty Vidra. Yeah. Left left uh, left Burnley last season. But yeah. he, he had two seasons with us where the two of them were just unplayable. Absolutely yeah. unplayable in the championship. Joyous, joyous moments. But there we go. But there we go. <laughs> Sadly, I don't think he'll be playing um, Tuesday. I think he's yeah, no. a hamstring injury. And to be fair, at his age, slowly. Come back slowly. I don't want to have another injury again and potentially not have him next season because it's up in the air. He's, I think he's got a year option maybe, but he's technically out of contract at, this, at the end of the season. I have a sneaky suspicion he might move to America. I've got no proof of that, but my assumption, he might have one last hurrah in the sun, we might go. No, I want to go again at Blues. Personally, I would be happy with either. If he stays, brilliant. If he goes, thanks. It was nice while it lasted. Fair play. How did the gamble go? Because we had this game yesterday at QPR. A lot of the fans are. I mean, there's there's, there's potentially talk of, you know, wild unrest. <laughs> un, 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 well, no, 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 not wilder <laughs> out. But but but. But the Pozzos, you know, there, there's yeah. genuine, there's genuine yeah. talk about grumblings about that. As I mentioned, we run a phone in, and yesterday yeah. was the first time that it was kind of universal. But you know, that's on Twitter. So you know, what the online community say and what yeah. everybody in this, in in you know, in in the stadium do could be very different. Who knows? Um, but the problem is, is because we've got Wilder coming in, he hasn't had time. He was brought in on what Tuesday. Um, so he's had yeah. what three days to prep them for a for a, for a championship game. He's going to have another what day. He's not going to get into them re- an awful lot more. Our hope is that we see a response. If we do see a response, a proper response, we have the quality and the firepower yeah. to do an awful lot more than we've done. But we haven't scored in four and a half hours, you know. And we have got firepower that should embarrass the championship. I don't. And I, I, I don't mean to sound arrogant when I say that because no, no, you're not. They're, they're not. because they're not bloody doing it. But yeah. we should have with you know Pedro is a hell of a player. He's the one who yeah. always puts in a shift. Come hell or high water, you know uh, Newcastle or somebody going to come and sniffle him for a load of money. Uh, you know Keenan Davis. Uh, he's only scored four goals all season, but can be if he decides a monster up front. Saar, if yeah. he turns it on for thirty seconds, can rip everybody a new one. It's just yeah. a question of quite who turns up, how they turn up, and if. If they're looking at Wilder going, well, I've only got to listen to you until the you know kind of beginning of May. Or mm. if they turn around and go, yes, we've got to do something because otherwise the, the 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 even the thought of the playoffs is completely out of kilter. Everybody yesterday's have gone, we ain't going up because we're not going to get, we're just not good enough. And yeah. this, this team haven't got the character to do it. So in terms of it, I think we, we could, if, if we score the first goal, I think we'll take it. Um, but if, if, if you, if you get us, you know, if you get a goal against us, QPR did a great job on us by outworking, outfighting Mm -hmm. and pressing us up high. And we didn't cope with it for a minute. We were absolutely shocking. So if you do that, that's your best chance. I would suggest. Well, on the previous game, I was at the game. I see the gold at the blues and Mm -hmm. my biggest takeaway from that game was, if it was Rob Edwards or if it was the players, you tried so many crossfield balls that went out for a throw that it's become comical. Blues mm. fans are almost like encouraging the crossfield ball out of play, and we've got the, the game. We've probably had three or four games in where we've looked really good. The two games against Baggies, 
the uh, comeback against Swansea and probably this game where it just clicked. We looked really good and we were not scared by you. We're not intimidated by you and we were happy to take it to you and we probably should have won the game. Um, oh, you absolutely should have done. The, the problem... Did you release that striker? What's the reason behind that? Who? Which one? What, Manai? So, um, um, Majara, is he? He scored Man, no. Yeah, it, no, well, he. if you look at it, it actually, it came off of his right buttock and he knew absolutely yeah. sod all about it. Well, well, um, I watched the replay. It was yeah. a little bit of a quick stick it out there. Well, I'll, I'll claim it sort of thing. Yeah, no, uh, he... he if he put away a six-yard chance, he would consider it a long-range opportunity. He is <laughs> he, no. He he came in. He came in from Barcelona B, yeah. right? And every, everybody hears the Barcelona. Yeah. What Watford fans hear the B at the end? Because yeah. yeah, um, no, no. He he wasn't up to it, and we went through. And, and this is probably what's done for Bilic. We had a, and, and I appreciate everybody gets injuries. We had sixteen first-team squad players out at one stage, and therefore. Nothing could nothing could be done. We had six midfielders out. We went and got um, Bakuna, yeah. Leandro Bakuna. Obviously, yeah, yeah. You know, kind of. Uh, I think he trained with you guys earlier on in the yeah, season. For a while, for, yeah, a, yeah. for a few months, I think. Yeah, we kept yeah. him in there, like taking and, and and so we we went and got him. He got a hamstring. Yeah, we had games against Norwich where we had I think it was four players went down with hamstring. It was just it was just ridiculous. We started yeah. to get them all back, so we've got half a chance. In that game, we have to thank you hugely because yeah. we, we played you before the window shut and Newcastle were in for Yao Pedro. Yeah. And we'd been on the, um, oh, what's it called? Um, loaded Mags, the the, yeah. the big one up there. And uh, and they came on and said, well, tell us about him. And we were like, oh, God, we thought we were going to lose Saar. We knew we were going to lose Emmanuel Dennis. And, you know, yeah. but your, your guys, Newcastle, know what you're doing because he's the player. And we then played you that night and he had a stinker. He had an absolute <laughs> rotten game. And he was one of the ones who was trying to do too much. He was trying to play it like he was a quarterback. And it was just, yeah. no, 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 no. And suddenly, you know, Newcastle go for Isaacs. So we were like, yeah. oh, oh, happy day. Happy day. So, so cheers for that. We'll keep that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, no. Manai, he was rubbish. Uh, we've had a new technical director come in. He didn't get along well with, with Bilic. Um, yeah. And you know we've we've had all sorts of things. Rob Edwards wasn't properly supported. We had a, we had no. a bit of a hissy fit when Rob Edwards was was uh, was jettisoned. Even though the football under him was, you know, the game against you was not was yeah, yeah that was pretty exa good example. It was, of it. Equal. it was an equal game. That's why I think Blues fans took it as we've got a chance here because we're equal with a pretty much a prem team. But this is Blues in a nutshell. We played better against teams above us than we do teams below us. You know, yeah. the way we set up against Wigan was not like we set up against Watford or Baggies. We set up so negative. And then that happens with inexperienced managers. They start to not want to lose games, which means you end up probably losing the game. Not trying to win a game instead of not trying to lose a game are two different mentalities. And I think Blues have been suffering from that. And I wonder if Wilder starts to think like that because Wilder is a one-trip pony. We know that. But the trick is very good. Is is centre half like to overlap? It's very co uh, common the way he wants to play. Can your squad handle the way he wants to play? As in Sheffield United, I'm the, not the, sure. The irony is is that Rob Edwards, when he was in, he was our first manager. Billich was yeah. our second, and now we have got Wilder. He wanted to play. Rob Edwards wanted to play three at the back. He wanted to play a three yeah. five two. That that's what he'd done at, at uh, Forest Green Rovers, yeah. and we wouldn't get him a right wing back. He ended up playing um, Hassan Kamara. 
um, yeah. who is who is a completely left-sided player on the right, and, and and he kept he kept playing him there, and so people did get frustrated because we did have other options, but we were also getting frustrated with the ownership because yeah. he, he, we know he needs it. Go and get him a right wing back, and then you can let last year's player of the season go across to the other side again. But, yeah. but no, so there was you know it was clearly that they weren't supporting him. Then we bring Bilic in. And he plays a flat back four. So, okay, we're playing four, two, three, one, no matter what. But we haven't scored in so long. He won't play two up front. But then we bring in a right wing back. When he doesn't want a right wing back, he wants he wants a midfielder, a forward, and a winger. So it's like so we we've done again some changes. We got the new technical director. Now we switch back to somebody who wants to play a back three. Needless to say, that wing back is is still injured. So it, it's it's a confused muddle at the moment. When Chris Wilder came in, he said people lazy people will tell you that we just play three five two. But I've actually played four three three. I played these. Blah, blah, blah. Needless yeah. to say, we played three at the back. Did yeah. it look comfortable? No, not especially. But the first times, you know, it might not. But yeah. bearing in mind, he's been bought in because it's a roll of the dice. It's a Hail Mary throw up, you know, kind yeah. of Hail Mary pass to try to see. Let's not give it up because we were going nowhere. It, the, the football was just, it, we just looked completely uncoached under Billich. Nothing, yeah, we got, we might look all right at the back. We might be sort of okay in the middle. And then we get to the to the final third and nobody did anything. It was just mm-hmm. rudderless. Um, fans. I think Baggy's fans yeah. went like towards the end of his time there. I think it was... I like him. I yes. think he's a good manager. He speaks really well on on punditry, but I don't know if he can enact it in the jobs he's been at since since the baggage. Really, I think it's just it's a shame for him because I don't know where he goes after this. I don't know if, if England is his option. I think he might have to go abroad again. Well, all all, all the baggies fans were saying he'll play four two three come hell or high water. Tick. He yeah. won't play more than one up front. Tick. I mean, even in the last game where he yeah. hadn't scored, and uh, the, the the local journalist basically in in the local paper said to him explicitly, "Do you not think playing two up front would be okay?" He said, "We did for the last five minutes." Like oh, that answered the question. Like yeah. So you know, like, they know more than we do. Like I might be funny. Like fans, fans nowadays have so much access to stats and to videos, and I might be funny. A goal can be scored, and within three minutes, it's all over Twitter being picked apart. It does annoy me when managers try to make up because they've played the game and because they've got a little bit of paper that they know more than the paying public that are watching it week in, week out. We can see when something doesn't work. It's very flipping obvious. Blues in the last game, for example, three young lads in the midfield and you're asking them to sit deep. Guess what happens? They get scared and they lump it. And guess what? It comes back quicker. If you just let them play the way they were the first half against a team that can't score away from home, you don't have the worry. Fans are getting players' backs and the atmosphere is nice. Atmosphere now has gone back from. I generally believe in our fan base coming into this game, more mm-hmm. fans are annoyed with the second half performance than we were against losing to Blackburn at the start of the season. We lost the game, and every fan I saw was buzzing because this is a, an improvement. We took yep. a game to a team that's well better than us, and we we kept our heads high. We won a game, and fans generally, myself included, were annoyed because for forty five minutes they wasted my time. I didn't need to be there because they didn't want to try and win a game. And for me, as a football fan, I don't really... I'm not a Kevin Keegan kind of style, but you can't help but like the Kevin Keegan style. We'll score more than you because it's entertainment. Mm. The first thing about football is you want to be entertained. The jeopardy is what keeps you ticking over. It keeps you coming back for more. And you're shutting up shop. There's no jeopardy. You know what's going to happen. At some point, they're going to break or you might run out of time. That's the only kind of if you want to call it jeopardy that you've got. And it's I just don't understand why managers try and reinvent the wheel. Just be honest and just say, look, this is why I'm doing it. And, and I'm being 
belligerent. No, I, 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 I can't agree with you with you more. Um, and it's, as I say, I've got a bit of an FA sort of background and coaching and, and coach education yeah. background. But the, the thing is, is that, I mean, you say you're 32. Chances are you've been watching wall-to-wall football yeah. from Sky and analysis yeah. and football from around the world for a good 20 years. You yeah. know what? If you sat and watched Game of Thrones for 20 years, do you know what you become an expert in? Game of fucking Thrones, you know. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Why, why shouldn't, why shouldn't that opinion be kind of like yeah. valid? So, no, I agree with you completely. Um, yeah. That's why we do phone-ins and various stuff just yeah. to hear what this everybody is saying. Media is the way to yeah. go because we just we talk passionately and honestly. You know, both of us coming to this game now, kind of expecting both our teams to let us down. And you know, for Blues to lose against Watford, it's not the end of the world, is it? It's not a big shock. You know, we're 18th, you're 11th. It's kind of one of them. But if we beat you, that is, that's going to be more annoying. But I think if we win, I think we're, our relegation fight's over. I think we're, we're probably safe. 10 points now, add another three on that. I can't see the bottom three winning on Tuesday or Saturday, to be fair. I think their runner games are hard. Um, what's your realistic expectations for Watford? Where do you think you're going to finish in? And where would you have liked to finish at the start of the season? I think the theory with Wilder was our first three games would have been against QPR. We've already said they where they were. You guys have not been firing on all cylinders, yes. I think it's fair to say. And then Definitely. Wigan. <laughs> now, if we'd, if we'd have got three points on Saturday and a feel-good factor and a new manager bounce, we'd have been going, we'd have been looking upwards. As it is, the vast majority of fans are saying no, it, 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 it's gone. We won't make the playoffs, and in some ways, the worst thing we could do is make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but, but yeah, and you'll be, and you'll be, you know, kind of uh, uh, sexually assaulted by the FA over price tickets <laughs> and stuff, and you know, yeah. well, you know, you know, the, no the normal stuff. Oh, you've got through to a game that you care about. They're, they're suddenly got costing a hundred pounds this ticket. Yeah, yeah I'll go figure. How do you do it and make a profit? It's um, <laughs> so 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 realistically, we just want to see an upturn. We want to see players who actually give a shit to be yeah. quite frank but the, the problem is is whether or not we do get promoted and we won't we don't think we will do but wild has been bought in with one with one ticket get yeah. us into the playoffs and see if you can make it instead of 11 games 14 games and see if you can get us up because we've hocked our um because we only went up for a year and then down you only get two years worth of parachute payment they've yeah. already hot they've already hocked next year's so yeah. We've we've got five players, you know, in, in in and around the first team squad who are loan players. Well, they'll be going out. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll be losing. We'll be losing Yao Pedro and losing Ismail Assar. So this is a kind of a shit or bust kind yeah. of kind of moment, yeah. really. Um, and and thereafter, we might be looking at you know, kind of you guys after you came down after the you know, the League Cup win and yeah. all of those kind of glory days, finding it very hard to to be able to find a way to get back up right. again. And 12 we'll be first hoping... and lose, 12 consecutive seasons in the Championship. And to be brutally honest, that first season when we come down with Hewton was probably the best. And then we had a little upturn when Chay and Duke were playing well under Monk, but then, you know, EFL tried to hit us with a, you know, a load of poison options and stuff. So... Yeah, it's um, yeah. it's not it's not fun when you when your club kind of let you down time and time again. But we see we keep coming back that maybe we're, we're all suckers for that little bit of a uh, of a boost whenever we can. We we, we all we all we all want a little bit of our club back. We had some yeah. youth players come in during that injury crisis, and that was lovely. One of them scored on 
um, and, I, and I appreciate, obviously, because of his associations with Villa, you're not going to like him. I mentioned him, obviously, Graham Taylor. We have a Graham <laughs> Taylor game on the anniversary of his death. He died yeah. at the age of 72. And a young lad called uh, Toby Adeyemo came in and scored the first goal against Blackpool on the 72nd minute on that game. Probably yeah. the highlight of the season for the men's team, yeah. as far as we're concerned. So, you know, oh, that well, and question, what's, what's been your uh, best moment of this season? So, I'm assuming it's that. <laughs> oh, well, I was going to say, well, it, it's either that or, and it, no, really, it's got it, it's got to be beating Luton four uh, yeah. nil up cle- cleanly and easily. The highlight of uh, of uh, Billich's Billich's era. Um, yeah. But again, when I said about scoring the first goal, we scored in the first two and a half minutes. And yeah. and we were suddenly on the uppers, and we, we we cut loose that day. And it was we'd had two games, one again away against Blackpool, where they'd done us three one, and we'd lost three nil at Millwall. And we have been absolutely rank awful both games. <laughs> but this this was the time when they turned it around because they had to. Yeah. It's what we're hoping as a response we might get on on Tuesday night. But yeah. we, we we've got players who don't 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 do kind of uh, <laughs> kind of kickbacks against this sort of thing. Yeah. I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah. What's your best memory as a fan of Watford? Oh, crying out loud. At my age, crying out, you really are hoping for this now. Um, pro- pro- probably um, 1984, we, uh, in our first season in the top flight ever, we finished runners-up to the classic Liverpool side, yeah. uh, pipping Man United into third by beating Lu- uh, Liverpool at home on the last day, 2-1, to get the runners-up spot. We went into, yeah. we, we played in the UEFA Cup and, Never had we played in Europe before, and we haven't since. Uh, we went away, and because Luther Blissett, you know, another yeah. god, another god at Watford, he went off to AC Milan for a million pounds in the days when that was like wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we signed a couple of players, and we got to the cup final that season. But it's not that that I'm referring to. But yeah. they weren't they weren't there in time for the uh, for the for the UEFA Cup. So we we had all of the kids. We had the reserve team who'd been coming up for the last few. But because Watford was such a family club, everybody sort of knew them. And we yeah. lost 3-1 away at Kaiserslautern. We brought them back. And again, with um, I say a youth team, we had Nigel Callahan and we had uh, John Barnes in that side. So it wasn't devoid of quality. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but we beat them 3-0. And it was yeah. just, it was, it was monumental. It's either that or doing Wolves when we were 2-0 down in the FA Cup semi-final. Um, and yeah. Ger- Gerard Delafeu hit the most stunning goal we've ever seen. And then Troy got the 90th minute equaliser with a penalty. It gives me, I I wanted that for Blues. I wanted that for Blues. I wanted that moment where he could recreate it, but in a Blues top. And unfortunately it hasn't happened thus far. Yeah, it is. That's the one thing. That that moment, it still gives me chills now. And weirdly, I heard on a podcast, Harry Kane was on the pitch at that day. Harry Kane was on the pitch, and some reason no, he was on. The, he was on the bench, as was Vardy. They mm-hmm. played. They played David David Nugent instead of Harry Kane mm-hmm. and, and 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 Vardy. Uh, but yeah, they they were there, as was Nigel Pearson, one of our yeah. many managers. I mean, in fairness, you probably got an even chance of there being an ex-manager now on our bench for them yeah. at that time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that 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 was that was astonishing. That moment, that goal. I mean, we are called "Do Not Scratch Your Eyes" because of the iconic nature of that moment. Um, yeah. and, and most people, when I ask them, what's your best game? I always say, and take out the Leicester game and take out the Wolves semi-final yeah. game because that forces them to think about it. And I, <laughs> I, so I always have one stored. That's not the obvious. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go figure. I'm saying that I think my, my favorite game is not the league cup because it's always tinged with sadness. It's when Savage come back, uh, as, uh, for Blackburn in the Prem. 
it's, it's the most hostile environment I've ever experienced. Even to a point where my dad turned to me and said, I want no bad language today, lad. Right, okay, no worries. Within three minutes, my dad's losing his mind. My dad's quite, <laughs> quite level-headed. You know, my mates will see this. I go, your dad don't lose his head. He did then. He gives yeah, Savage yeah. a load of abuse. He looked at me and went, don't tell your mum. I was like, it's football, dad. Anything yeah. goes at football. <laughs> but in fairness, in fairness, Savage did explain why he wanted to move closer to his parents, which is why he yeah. moved further away from them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, complete, yeah. complete sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go figure. Go figure. Um, last question. Uh, I want to push you for a score on the game. I'll say we'll take it 2-1. Um, we, we we brought in a couple, in the last transfer window, we brought in a couple of decent centre-backs, but they have now yeah. dropped to the level of the, the rest of the team. <laughs> but they've, they've also had to go from a four into a three. So yeah. confusion potentially sort of reigns in that in that respect. So, we, you know, hey, hey, I'll, I'll go, I'll be optimistic and say we'll win 2-1. And everybody from Watford who's looking at this going, Cool, you're open, aren't you? So, we'll <laughs> that, I, I probably would agree with that. To be fair, I've got a couple of past head-to-heads. I'm just going to throw at you. Go on so, up. we played obviously this season one-one. Mm-hmm. Game after that was 2021, three-nil win to Watford. Yep. Game after that was in 2020, one-nil to Watford. But then was after that, that, was that the was one where Deeney scored and threw his boots into the travelling blues? I don't know that one, but there's mm. one. 18th of the 4th, 2015. It was a 1-0 win to Watford. Do you know who scored that goal? Craig Cathcart. Yes. I was expecting to catch you out there because he's no. still in the squad, isn't he? I, yeah, no, I, no, no. I, he, he got a volley and he, he, he swiveled yeah. and hit it. Yeah, no, sorry. I, I am I am that much yeah. of an anorak. Sorry about that. <laughs> I, I was trying to see if I could catch you out on that one. But yeah, well, well. The, no, no. You know, the, not me. I'm a little bit like, keep them little things ticked up in there. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> well, I, I did say to Zach, but, you know, more Blues fans will hear this. There was there was a game where we beat you guys at Vicarage Road 1-0. Deeney scored. And, yeah. and and Deeney is he's just an absolute legend at Watford. End of anybody yeah. who says anything else is is an is an idiot as far as I'm concerned. And and he he served us good and proper. He scored one nil, and and has won the game. And you guys are giving giving him rapturous applause. And he yeah. goes up and he takes his you know he he, he walks to you because he would always do the ground. I'm sure he yeah. does it at your place because he yeah. fundamentally he's a supporter and he appreciates what's what's going on. Um, and he took his boots off and threw them into the crowd. And of course, not not knowing quite what was what was going on, it was like, oh Christ, it's a, it's it's a bit of a loving. So it's like, so you scored against them, they've cheered you, and now you're throwing your clothes to them. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So that's why we thought it was a ro- lovely romantic thing when he came to you, and uh, and yeah. and ho- hope he does well. Out for the, since we lost Jude, which was always going to happen, like oh. watching that boy playing for us. I will talk about Jude Bellingham at any point. I I. As a 32-year-old man, I love him like he's my own child. And he's not. He's, I know he's not. But when he scored that goal, his first goal for Blues, which was a complete deflection against Stoke, it filled me with the happiness that was almost the same as the League Cup because we've had so much rubbish with this ownership. That little moment, seeing a 16-year-old live my dream of scoring at the Tilton where I sit, that... That that's the that is the peak of the whole ownership of our club for the current owners. That moment of letting a sixteen-year-old score a, a deflected goal, and that's the level of what we're expecting as Blue fans. So when we come well, into games against former Prem teams, if we can score, we're happy. That's where mm, we're at. So yeah, yeah, I I, I think two ones a fair a fair score line, but I am going to throw my pence in there and say one one. 
just just because I can't back us to lose. I really I can't do it, but I would take a draw now and I'd be over the moon. And I think our mentality would change. I think we would be quite calm with all the relegations. But I think if you lose and Wilder's gone two back-to-back losses, that Wigan game is so important for you because Wigan are a very poor team, but they love the ball. Blues give them 72% possession. So if you lose to us, that puts so much pressure on Wilder to go and get a result at the bottom of the league because you should be beating that team. You should be beating us, really. I'm I, there's, I there's think I think the pressure is is already on him, not in a sacking yeah. way, but he's been brought in to do a job. We were yeah. already in what tenth. You've got to go on a run. You and and it's yeah. no point. There's no point having a great system that's going to take the lads four games to learn because it's gone by then. And These he's not were, the Walden Sheffield United anymore. He's the Walden no. failed at Borough, so that that stock has dropped a bit. So it, it, he's it not is. The we we were speaking to Burr and they were, you know that their actual comments on him were he was playing wonderful football but in the preseason his head got turned with with the yeah. talk of Burnley and it yeah. you know it went and we we've seen that with Marco Silva when yeah. when Everton yeah. came yeah. sniffing yeah. around you know uh, uh, you know so, so it happens <laughs> but but you're right it's mm. it is a failed managerial appointment for whatever reason he's got an incentive to go in and do it but I think there is that what we mentioned earlier on there's that caveat which is it's Watford it's bonkers yeah. anything might happen and and we're not going to judge a CV based on uh, on on what those uh, schizoids do down there we <laughs> we being the schizoids so there you go well that's it mate thank you so much it's the uh, the longest I've done so far but I'm not surprised because both of us can talk for hours about football. <laughs> So I uh, just want a reminder for everyone to follow Blues Focus TV and all the socials that we have. And let's look out for the game on Tuesday. And fingers crossed we both come away with some sort of positiveness. I know at some point one of our teams will let us down. They always do. So, yeah, thank you all for joining. And, um, yeah, keep right on. Podcast Network. There's always something new and exciting happening in Montgomery County, Maryland. Join podcaster and business leader Kelly Leonard and me, Bob Levy, on another episode of Something to Talk About, where we speak with industry leaders making an impact in our county. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.